Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project... There's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. The Match Ball. Hello, welcome to the show. It's brought to you in association with Levi Solicitors who will offer you a 10% discount on your legal fees. Levisolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball. Uh, Dan, Michael and Rob to tell you that you can get 15% off. Michael specifically. Will's do, do probate the word. The, conveyancing. Do it when I'm Will's, not talking. Will's probate conveyancing. Will's probate conveyancing. How do we find out those discounts? Phil Hay Monday Club. Phil Hay Monday Club. Find it in your feet. There you will find. Uh, Man City 2 leads 1. Tighter than we thought. That wasn't it? I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was funnier than I expected, at least yeah. for the last five minutes. I mean, the, the, the previous 85 minutes were essentially a waste of everyone's time. But, <laughs> you know, for the last five minutes, it was worth sticking with. Mm. It reminded me a bit of that Arsenal game at the end of last season where it was 2-1 and they pretty much dicked us for the entire thing. But then Juventus scored about, it was it was a bit earlier. I think he scored like 20 minutes before the end. And there was a bit of you went, hang on, uh-huh. hang on a minute. There's Lads, something in this. We won the second half and that's all that matters. So they won the first half. We won the uh, the second Is half. That one, one and a half points. Then That's, do we call it? We that? split the points. Yeah, I mean, well, they, they could have two points. We can have one. Obviously, got the goal, which counts for a point as well. Ah, but let's look at it this way. And it is a sad indictment of the state of the Premier League. But it could have been a lot worse, couldn't it? It could have been a lot, lot worse. And quite frankly, should have been a lot worse based on the first half performance. But here we are, only one goal worse off from our goal difference, um, which may end up counting in the shakedown. It's kind of miserable, isn't it, that you take that? Mm, I mean, it, it was essentially it, the world's easiest rondo for most of the second half. And it, it was kind of difficult to work out, oh, when do we have to start trying? Because if we start trying, they might start trying and they'll just end up scoring again. But thankfully, they kept missing, which was quite funny. Yeah, I mean, I'm... before the game, uh, Allardyce was saying that if you stop Haaland scoring, is talking individually, if you go out there and stop Haaland scoring, you don't have to do anything else. You've done a fantastic job. So in that sense, they were all fantastic. Mm. Haaland had a, a bit of a wasteful day, didn't was, he? Was Haaland our best player today? He, he did us a few favours, didn't he? The one where he, he let the ball come off his left foot and then did a big swing and a miss with his right was <laughs> particularly uncharacteristic of the best striker in the world. Very saw Luke Varney in front of the East Stand, that wasn't really, it? Really, really was. Uh, so, that, yeah, he had, a, he had a kind day for us, I suppose. And I'm, I was glad they missed the penalty as well because it wasn't yeah, a penalty. Because if you can't have fun yourself, you just got to spoil somebody else's day, haven't you? Yeah, and it was, it was, it was really was, soft. Talk, talk to me about that penalty. How weak was that fuck penalty? Fuck off. <laughs> what I said about that penalty. Of Michael Normanton, you say, fuck off. Right. <laughs> you can't give penalties for that. It's stupid. No. He just knocks it down the outside and jumps in the air, more or less. Is it? Uh, was it a Huddersfield fan who's the ref? 
He was, yeah. That Madley, was it Madley? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, our schoolmate, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, went six form with him for a bit. Oh yeah. But I mean, he'd have had to be going some to um to affect that game, I think, given the fact we we barely passed it. Let me look at the at final point. uh final match stats there. I think at one point we had we had nineteen percent possession. That's was, what we finished on. Is that what it was? Yeah, according to Fop Mob, it was eighty one to nineteen percent. They got two point four seven expected goals and uh we got 0.23. So that's the real quiz because we out we outperformed our XG significantly and they didn't. Just think, Western McKenney have scored that header. Mm, different could game. Have all, could have all been so different. Could have all been so different. 18 shots to four. Uh, they had four big chances and four big chances missed because they are shit. Do you know how many big chances we missed? I'm going to say none. Correct. Do you know why that is? Because <laughs> we didn't have any. Correct. <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah. Although I would argue that, that, reason. that Western McKenney header that he had in the first half was a big chance. And I think the XG for that was very low. So XG can get in the bin. Mm. I'll tell you what else is big about Western McKenney. His heart. His throw. Mm. He has got a big throw, hasn't he? Yeah. Wes. 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 Yeah. That was, my, that was my second note, actually. After National Anthem was Weston McKenney long throws. He was about 45 yards out for, at that point as well, wasn't he? And it was a minute later. We were, I mean, to be fair, we were only like five yards closer to the first one he took. And it was a very big long mm. throw. And I think if we are clinging to the very small... To something. Yeah, bits of hope we get from today. I think that is a positive that we've found Weston McKenney's got a massive throw on him. Uh, Brian's in the comments pointing out that the uh, the pirate, I think he's now the big sexy plasterer, isn't he? The uh... I don't know what he is today. Like Ray Reardon. Big yeah. sexy Ray Reardon. One for the uh, international... One for, one for the kids. Snooker <laughs> player from the 80s. Yeah. Uh, vampire thing. Yeah. Big sexy vampire. <laughs> Suggesting that the big sexy vampire didn't protest. So Brian's going with that as a penalty. No, it wasn't. No, I think you just, you've reached a point where you go, it's no point. To be honest, I didn't get too upset about it because I thought, oh, it doesn't make any difference. I, mean, no. I, I couldn't get angry because I'd kind of stopped paying attention by that point. Mm. It was like the, the last 10 minutes of the first half. I was reading the 1993-94 official handbook, which it's you've got great. Here. It's a great read. Reading about, uh... reading about a coach called Eddie Beagle's Holes. Which was Be- good. Beagle Hole, not Beagles. <laughs> Beagle Stop, Hole. Not more, not, there weren't plural Beagles. <laughs> just the one. Just one Beagle's Hole. Just the one Beagle yeah, Hole. You, you spent the... First ten minutes of the second half reading that, so yeah, we're really paying attention to this game. Uh, the um, the point at which I laughed, I think, and didn't, didn't make any notes from twenty nine minutes to uh, eighty four, which was I think the penalty. Mm. Uh, apart from a lot of the line there, you want to see my line for half time? Do you like that? Yeah, but I did note there, Bamford didn't get a corner. So you know when he was arguing about it being a corner mm. when it was it. No, um, oh, it changed the game. That yeah, we're famously good at corners. We, <laughs> and you just you just said, oh, let's not anger him, <laughs> which made me laugh. <laughs> just accept it that's not wind it. him up that's, well, what, think, that's what the penalty felt like a little bit it's like oh, what's the point well I feel like they all dice is loaded I feel like they beat us 7-0 last year because we'd beaten them the year before and they were cross about it yep so we did well today to just go look lads you're better than us fine yeah. it, I remember when we played Jonathan Woodgate's Middlesbrough in the promotion season and they were that bad I remember there was a large chunk of the first half where the Leeds players were a bit like well what do we do because they're not <laughs> trying and they're really rubbish and it felt like Man City were a bit like I suppose we'll just keep it and pass the ball mm. and we don't even have to really break a sweat. Um, Kevin's asking in the YouTube comments, thoughts on McKenny booting the ball away with about three minutes left to play when he got his booking. I thought it was a very sensible way to run the clock down. Yeah, really good idea, yeah. Mm. It was good. We just waste those crucial few seconds. Hopefully, hopefully we can find him for his booking. You think? Can you still do that or is it like the FA fine that's like 15 quid? He's got, se- he's got seven already. Mm. He's been here since January. Most of them have been for completely senseless shit like mm. that as well where he's just done something idiotic. At least kick someone, for God's sake. Mm. 
Yeah, make, make it worth get a good good yellow, good value mm. yellow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean the the um, the goals they did score, we should probably address because don't they just score one and then just copy it? Well, they done. They had a little dress rehearsal for it as well earlier on. Mara's kept doing the same. He'd already done it about three times by this point. He'd go, he'd pretend he was going down the outside, but then would you believe he'd turn the inside? Sneaky little bugger. And he'd play it square. And Furpo seemed to not <laughs> be wise to this, even though he'd done it three times by the time the second goal went in. Yeah, he'd done it. He'd pulled one back to Alvarez that had gone. Did it go wide or was it saved? I can't remember. But then he did it. Alvarez skied it, I think. Yeah. Yeah, but then he obviously did it a minute later and they scored. And then he did it a few minutes later. See. And they scored. City used to always score the same goal where it was give it to the winger, he cuts it back and they tap it in from the six-yard box. It mm. felt like we were defending so deep, just get everyone in the box that they just had space on the edge of the box. Well, we'll do it there instead. Mm. And in the first half, uh, in between the goals, we noticed Big Sam's Apple Watch, didn't we? So people say he's a dinosaur, moving mm. with the times, isn't he? Look. It could be, I mean, we didn't get close, but it could be one of those VTech watches that kids have. Right. Got some games on it. <laughs> you think? <laughs> Something to do, in it? <laughs> During that first half when we were all... And the second half mainly, where we were like, it's just like watching training. It was like a training exercise for the large for a large part, yeah. wasn't it? Just like t- today was just one of those days. It felt like I should get it out of the way. So we're just so far behind him, aren't we? And it was it was reflected in like in the fans, like a lot of them not coming back into the the con- into the stand in the second half because evidently on the concourse, just having a few beers. Mm. Although I will say the away end at the end looked great. Looked yeah. pretty happy. Yeah, I was thinking through the game. I bet the concourse is a lot of fun. Mm. Just some very very drunk Leeds fans, I imagine. and they sounded great as well. Like. You know, pointing out all the obvious stuff about the Etihad, um, but that's that's all we've got in it today. Because, like you say, the miles ahead. What can you do? I do have a, a note after forty minutes. I think we'd not touched the ball for about twenty minutes by that point. But Jack Harrison and Wilf Nanto swapping wings just to keep mm. them on the toes, yeah. give them something to think about. Yeah, that confused them. They were they didn't know what, they didn't know what day it was. Uh, what do you make of Robles Robles' performance? Because <clears throat> that was one of didn't the talking points going into wrong? it. Yeah, that slight mad bit where he came out and caught a ball and then Grasmus was underneath him and he dropped it but it got a bit flappy didn't it it what, did but I, he didn't do anything else. he didn't do anything wrong did he did he go a bit mad where he kicked it to one of their players he rushed down and kicked oh, it oh I did do again. that you did compare him to the five-a-side goalkeeper <laughs> <laughs> on the first one I think, it's I think it's because he didn't see it but then he just sort of went ah I was like, it's gone in you're the oldest bloke here can you go in there <laughs> would have saved it with his foot in did, that you, way that, yeah. did you enjoy the national anthem before the game um, God save the Queen has uh, Luke Hailing sang and Scoobs apparently did he I didn't check that yeah uh, Allardyce not singing it though was he he did join what? in I think did you say spotted himself on the camera maybe mm. oh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a former England manager in the same way as Liz Truss as a former Prime Minister <laughs> should have been, he should have been invited really yeah no no you're right he probably thinks he should have done <laughs> yeah he probably does I've got as much right to be there as anyone <laughs> is there anything we can genuinely take away from today or is it just a case of well done and dusted out of the way see what the next three games brings that, that was the confusing thing just before we scored I was thinking has anyone learnt anything from today mm. I guess the thing that we've not learnt that is good is that we've learnt, we don't hate anyone even more of our own players and that's sort of another positive I'm taking no, out of it. nobody hates them everyone just wants them to be better and stop making silly decisions and doing silly things I'm still confused by Rocker mm. five passes today central <laughs> midfielder well done I don't know. I don't know. I know what are what are our team passes? Team passes were 112. Is mm. what we managed. That's not many, is it? But I don't know. Five. He's a ball playing midfielder. Is Rocker? Surely he's got to be. Is he? Well, I don't know what else he is. He's not a defensive midfielder. Then he's not a number ten. He's not box to box. So does that leave ball playing midfielder? There was five passes. They were all progressive forward passes, though, on the stats. I bet. Maybe so. Maybe so. Uh, so I don't really know what he's for. 
I preferred it when Greenwood came on and was just trying to elbow people. Just trying to land a little cheap shot on someone that looked accidental. I preferred that. Tom makes a very good point in the YouTube comments. We're better than Arsenal because mm-hmm. they went mm-hmm. there and were made to look amateurish. We we had them wasting time at the end, running the clock down. Pep Guardiola's Man City running the clock down against Sam Allardyce's Leeds. That tells you all you need to know. That's your headline. I'm giving you your headline now. <laughs> Who's the dinosaur there now? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they didn't need to do that probably. Should just scored another goal but I can see why they did I can see why they did it <laughs> yeah I mean I don't know how we stay we're still in <laughs> at the end uh-huh. but maybe that's that's football know, isn't it maybe that's the point of keeping it tight that you do stay in a game and you can just about I mean you say keep it tight there was that Harlan Cantor at the post where he was just standing in between the two defenders yeah, there was that but, you know, penalty he's, he's been good for his Harlan this year because I know he scored a couple at Ellen Road but he, he could have had about 12 goals against us this season mm. He's only had two. Which feels awfully magnanimous of him. Um, have, we, have we got any comments from Sam yet? No, we're just awaiting him still in the um, in the uh, in the press conference. I keep uh, refreshing Twitter hoping to see something, but um, nothing yet there is yet. It does tell a story, doesn't it, that we're sort of really struggling for something to talk about there because it was quite obvious what went on. An- another note I've got is if only Sammy Lee was here. Mm, that yeah. bloody judge. There was a point where we were all ruining the fact that we couldn't be on jury service mm. for this one, maybe. I did notice uh, Robbie Keane made Allardyce laugh as well. Which, oh, that's nice. which seems to be the, his, the whole thing. But, yeah. He looked quite well, does Robbie Keane, I think. Good one from Lewis, who's saying, uh, it shows how bad that... Millions of people have lost weight with personalised plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Uh, we've been this season that a 2 1 loss is the most positive I've felt in months. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? There is a, re- a weird little renewed sense of positivity based around that game in the sense that you think that. They've they've changed the dynamic. Whether it's going to work or, or not, we don't quite know yet. We've seen something shift today, although they could have had loads more goals. It's slightly strange to try and draw any real conclusions from it. It's such a small data set, isn't it? I don't feel there's a huge amount to be positive about. because what but you re- never fucking do, you miserable twat. But what really happened today was Man City just wasted loads of chances mm. and then gifted us a, a good one at the end. But like they... Well, they should definitely have been three 0 because they just hit the poster for a penalty about a minute before, haven't they? But like, they should have been well out of sight by then. And I think they were, truthfully, they were just conserving energy. It felt like for the majority of that half, they were like, "Well, 
we're, they're so far away from causing us any any problems. And then we did. And then we did. Because they were silly with their bloody penalty. Yeah. I mean, I did um, split my notepad into two columns of Man City chances and Leeds chances. And the City column is full, which bearing in mind, I basically stopped taking notes for half of that game. Mm-hmm. And the lit out note with three Leeds things down, which was a Bamford header over, which I think he was actually offside from that. Then the McKenney header. And then goal, Rodrigo, lol. Is the other <laughs> I don't. I mean, what what happened? I still think the midfield looked problematic. I would say just because we couldn't hold onto the ball at all when we got it. Weird though, because that was never the plan either. It's that, no, that's why it's like, what do we learn from that? I know you can look at that and go, well, the midfield haven't passed the ball, but that was never the purpose of that. We just mm. sort of went there to be some training cones for a bit, and then you thought maybe they'll try for five minutes at the end. Well, interesting because uh, I think it was. Emma, beg your pardon, Emma. I think it was. Yeah, Emma's asking what about our percentage relegation chances. Not that it makes much difference, really. But we've actually, Hi. we've no, we've not actually got much worse from prior to this game. Um, prior to this game, we were fifty-eight percent chance no, of going down. It's built in, though, isn't it? It's built into the odds before that we've had this game to come that we wouldn't win. I know, but so we've gone from a fifty-eight percent chance with Forest on fifty-three to off the basis of that result, um, Forest fifty and us sixty-one. It's only a three percent swing. It's not a huge amount. No, it feels like you know if we'd have taken an absolute pounding. Goal difference wise, um, then because mm. like for, uh, Forest are on minus thirty five and we're on t- minus twenty seven, so as long as we don't let that run away from us, it gives us a shot that if we do finish on the same points, we will s- stay above them. Mm. So it's getting down to that sort of time of the season, isn't it? Take what you can get. Uh, do you think today is just a, a dry run for Newcastle? Is yeah, it, is it going to be the same setup? I suspect privately behind closed doors they were approaching it like that saying look we know it's, it's unlikely that we're going to get something from there but let's make sure we do the basics well mm. and get you know shape that we can recognise and so on and so on and so they'll be they'll feel quite positive coming out of that I think you know relative to where we were um, a couple of weeks well, a week ago mm. what do you reckon? You'd hope they'd try a bit more against Newcastle mm. to at least have, I mean I suppose Newcastle aren't as good as Man City no so they're, they're nothing like translate they're... to us having a, at least a bit of the ball yeah I think but I think the I still wouldn't expect our possession to be above 40% probably in that game. That's twice as much as we'd have had to Yeah, be. it is. But I think, I think the, the setup will probably be kind of similar. Mm-hmm. Admittedly, with a bit more oomph from the, the crowd behind him. Who would you play up front? Bamford struggled, didn't he? He had no one around. I mean, he was, he was massively isolated, wasn't he? He was. I'd imagine it'd be Bamford given Allardyce. He was the one player Allardyce sort of talked up. Mm-hmm. And then you can bring Rodrigo off the bench. Yeah, and if you are training it like a training exercise, then do you get too caught up on his lack of contribution you know yeah. there was a, a point in the first half where Nonzo had it on the right and he, he just had to basically knock it forward because he was the, he was the furthest player forward other than Bamford but then you think well <laughs> what do you expect Bamford to do it mm-hmm. there's probably like two or three Man City players around him he's going to be receiving the ball around the halfway line with his back to goal and no one's there to support him so it's almost it's almost pointless giving it to him in the first place he might as well kick it out for a throw in and likewise whenever Harrison or Nonzo got the ball they were usually like on the edge of our box near enough mm. so you can't really pass it backwards it was just we're going to have to lump it forwards aren't we um, so yeah Everton have got Man City to play so we've got that one out of the way they've got to face them mm. so a lot hinges on that result on the uh, sorry the result of the game on Monday night doesn't it all the, the games the Forest Southampton game I've, I've quietly convinced myself that Southampton gets something from that so it will all roll forward It'll, I think I'm just does, convinced doesn't, it's that, gonna, doesn't that pop Forest ahead of us though it's going to Potentially, but it's all going to roll forward, so it's uh, yeah. so it goes to the last game of the season. Ah, uh, maybe so. I do have another note that you two started singing the uh, Blind Date theme tune at one point. That's correct, because we were. It was. I think I referred to it was something to do with Graham Smith. I tweeted something, so it went into our Graham, who was the the voiceover, obviously for 
Mm-hmm. And here's your host, Miss Scylla Black. It's blind. It's blind indeed. Uh, what else happened? Oh, we need some comments just so we can react to those, don't we? Really, because we kind of summed up the game already. We had an ailing flop. We that did was good. I did make a note of that. Thirty-eight minutes. That's how little happened. <laughs> um, Verbal looked fitter than he did against Bournemouth. Was that the last game? Yes, because he looked. Yeah, he looked, he looked very unfit. He looked that leggy, thought. didn't like he? Like he shouldn't. He, the plan was never to bring him on. Probably. Would you leave Robles in? Yes. And would you, as your Angao is saying, uh, drop Rocker for Newcastle, maybe put um, Sam Greenwood in, potentially? Might as well. Bit more. Bit At least more he can ne- take a set piece. True. Bit, bit, bit more needle in midfield. Bit of Sunderland against Newcastle. Yeah, that's true. Be all right. Yeah. Another, another note I've just seen actually was when uh, Haaland missed one of his numerous sitters and Rasmus celebrated. He did. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, we weren't quite clear if he'd got anything on that. I don't think he But had, he celebrated but, yeah. it anyway. I was there ish. Well, more or less. Hey, so to go back to Rocker, I feel like I started off the season thinking, you know, he's going to be good here. We've missed a player like this. And then, like, a few games from the end, I basically hate him. Mm. <laughs> I'm sick of the sight of him. It's just the case with all of them, isn't it? What like, do you even fucking do? Well, I've slept very late for the last two mornings, like this morning, yesterday morning, just like knackered. And I'm, I read I'm completely burnt out by these idiots, mm. just emotionally drained by them. Um, FIFA Cook says we're far too negative. So, so okay. that's when one in your eye, Normanson. All right. I- I like Mark Rocker still. <laughs> Is that convincing enough? Uh, Do you feel more positive now than you did at the end of the Bournemouth game, even though we have just lost another game? Yes. Right. Because we lost 4-1 to Bournemouth and they're not even any good. Yeah, that was proven by losing 3-1 to Chelsea today. That's true. Yeah, that's, that's, they, I mean, they're on the beach now, clearly, if um, if they're losing to Chelsea. But And again, Frank's starting to bring it all together. I think he's worth the contract. Yeah, and he'll obviously now they've found form, they'll beat Forest, which is good because they've got Forest to play. We actually do need Chelsea to, to yeah. do that. Um, Robbie Keane has been suggested as somebody to start up front. Andy Brown, thank you, Andy. Never got much of a chance, did he, when he played for us? Uh, maybe now's his time. Mm. How old is he? 40. Something. Four? Something like that? I don't know. He's, he was one of the younger ones. He was one of the younger ones, wasn't he? Something like that. Yeah, I don't want you up front. <sighs> I might. To be right. clear, do a job. Put yourself about. I mean, Bamford did struggle. If if Robbie Keane plays for us, that means you've got to play in the soccer aid game, Dan. Yeah. I mean, I'd give it a go. Mm. That's positive then. Robbie Keane can play the next game. Uh, Robbie Keane is 42 years old. 42. And he go. turns 43 in July. So there we go. We've answered that question. Right. What else have we got? More positive. What, what can we. Furpo did nothing wrong and played about. well, says. Uh, See, I think he sort of did. Lever Tomato. The goals came from on his side. Both of them. Yeah. He did his, I think he did as best as he can. Mm. He, uh, he won the flick on. The he did win the flick on. Admittedly, the City player sort of gave it to Rodrigo, but you know, yeah. you got to be there. Yeah, I think Furpo, he didn't get beaten today, but that's because Maros didn't need to because he just did that thing where he turned back and then passed it to someone. Mm. It was mm. a bit weird that when we scored the goal and you thought, come on, five minutes. And then I know it's hard to get the ball off City, but we didn't really try and get it off. Mm. Yeah, we got, But uh, that's because they're dead good at keeping it. Around 88 minutes, we were saying... Probably gonna have to press them. Yeah, they were just like, sitting if, we, if we're gonna try and get something from this now, we, did you we ever, do, have we do thing, need to have another go. That thing when you were like your dad when you were a kid and he'd have something in his hand and you were trying to get it out of his hand and he just wouldn't let it go. <laughs> and it was dead hard. He kept he'd keep moving it because he was taller than you, he'd put it out of your mm. reach. A bit like that today with them in possession. Yeah, a little bit. But and then, he'd pull it from, then he'd pull it from behind you. We could have gone for the kick in the bollocks. Yep. As a way of getting it. We say. did advocate for that towards the back end of the game, didn't we? That we should just start getting really, really twisty and injuring people. Try to spoil their season. 
Mm. I, I did think Mark Rock was going to get sent off while he was still on the pitch because he was—he's he's got that sort of trait of just being late to every tackle. Mm. Like, oh, maybe this is the game. <laughs> um, who else played? Okay, probably not anyone. <laughs> to think it just feels like a real blank afternoon well, no, where nothing the, happened. The, the, the problem is hardly any of our players touched the ball. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So it's very hard to assess, make assessments about anyone because, like, no one, no one did anything with it. Just looking at the average ratings of more, like the highest rated player on FopMob, which is obviously an algorithm type thing, was actually McKenney. I'm guessing because he probably had the most passes. His long throws were good. Mm-hmm. 14 passes he managed. Four short, 10 passes. Rock of five passes. I mean, that's the midfield. I mean, one positive, I guess, is that we know Adam Farshaw can play for an hour or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's the most minutes he must have played for about five years. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, he did all right. Ailing did all right. Christensen did all right. Everyone was kind of, and you always judge these things on the score, though, don't you? Because if Man City had scored the goals, they probably should have done. If Haaland puts in a couple of those, all oh, ifs and buts, Michael, and all they score a penalty, you're probably looking at this going, well, five-one, but they are good, I suppose. So mm, I don't know what can you do. Whereas as it is, you can go. Actually, it's not a bad defensive performance to have conceded to. Yeah, it's not. Is it? It feels like progress, which is a sad. Like I said, it's a sad indictment of the Premier League. But here we are. Um, and as I tweeted. During that second half, it's just, it was just boring for the most part, wasn't it? And it was. It was really boring. And we're we're fighting hard for the opportunity, desperately, to uh, come back and do the same again next year. Yeah, I think though, if we stay up, we don't have to do that, do we? Yeah. I know Man City no. are really good, but I just really like Leeds to be competent. Yeah, <laughs> I think and that should be the aim next year. Don't think about league position. Just think we're a competent team. Things will probably go all right. And in isolation, this game's not too demoralising, is it? It's that mm. it's come off the back of. Losing at, Bor- losing at Bournemouth, losing, well, drawing with Leicester, losing against Palace, all the stuff that's come before it is the depressing bit. Yeah, yeah. In isolation, this result's like, fine. Everyone loses at Man City. Yeah. They've won 10 in a row. So that's nine teams before us have lost yeah. games against Man City. Yeah. Including some good ones. So that bit is fine. It's just... <laughs> Andy's making a point here, Andy Mitchell, thanks, saying that at least their keeper, Edison, he didn't take the, the penalty as a piss take. That would have been a proper piss take. Mm-hmm. Um, it was almost a bit disrespectful that it was Gundogan. I mean, I know they do do it, but they thought they had that game completely won, didn't they? And they were right. Yeah. <laughs> I was. I mean, I think about half an hour in, I was proposing they bring a child on in place of Mara's. You did. I did write that down. Just to make it a bit fairer. Oh, that, yeah, you did. That was in twenty on the 22nd minute. Michael proposes bringing on a child for Man City. And by child, yeah. you didn't mean academy prospect. No. You meant... An eight-year-old, yes, yeah. from the crowd. Someone, someone who weighs no more than like seven stone. We also suggested more than Brendan Aronson. We also suggested doing that thing that you sometimes do, where um, they brought Calvin on, but he played for both teams. Mm. That was another option. Poor Calvin. They even played. They played like a child fullback in his position today, didn't they? Yeah, poor Calvin. He's going to get medals for all this stuff this season. I was annoyed by that as well when Rico Lewis had a shot from like forty yards, and I was like, "That's disrespectful." What to Calvin? <laughs> you little dickhead. No, just to us. <laughs> Shooting from there. That was a good uh, summary of just the complete stasis of the game because no nobody was going to go close him down. He's had mm. loads of room and he's thought, well, I guess I might shot. as well. Yeah, <laughs> Kills a minute or two, doesn't it? Yeah. So we've got, we still got no comments coming through um, from the press conference. So do we want to hang on for those or pick them up another day? <sighs> Just pick them up another day. No one's going to say anything other. <laughs> <laughs> I am I'm genuinely Allardyce, interested. I think Allardyce will probably say he was happy with the second half. Yeah, I mean, I'm inter- genuinely interested though to find out how he how he sells that that second half and whether he thinks we've you know got something there to build on because I've come away from that feeling like we have. Yeah, 
the, I think the reaction of the away end probably tells a story, doesn't it? That you know they were the, the away end looked like they were trying to pump up the players this this week and cheering them, whereas last week it was very much fuck off, mm. which was fair enough as well. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll we'll, uh, we'll wrap it up there and come back and revisit the comments. We can chat about those on like propaganda and stuff if there's anything uh, anything worthwhile this week, gentlemen. Um, otherwise, any further points before we head off? What curry are you going to have tonight, Rob? Said you were going for a curry. Uh, I don't know actually I usually get like a chicken saga or something I'm not like a hot is that, is that spinach saga? spinach yeah. yeah no nice nice where are you going for it uh, somewhere in Kirkstall I'm not sure meet my dad and my uncle before they go and see a Thin Lizzy tribute band nice proper Saturday night that <laughs> better <laughs> than Leeds United rock and roll baby uh, I'll have a final check here just to make sure that we haven't got any comments before we head off um, would hate to miss them and all that I'm sure it's all going to be quite deferential and polite and nice and stuff isn't it but uh yeah, no, nothing just yet. So we will wrap it up there and we will revisit the uh, the press conference um, comments in, in due course. Um, and just to sign off saying that I think the uh, the Liverpool, uh, the National Anthem's just been played at Liverpool. It's gone down well? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> not, not any booing whatsoever. Ah, dear me. Right, we will catch you soon. The Match Ball. 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.